a very warm welcome to this service of choral evensong from St Paul's Cathedral in celebration of the life and witness of St Mary Magdalene, who, having been healed by Jesus, accompanied him during his earthly ministry. She was the first to encounter the risen Lord on Easter morning and took the good news of the resurrection to the other disciples, earning her the title Apostle to the Apostles. O Lord, open now our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised.
Here begins the 14th verse of the third chapter of the prophecy of Zephaniah. Sing aloud, O daughter Zion, shout, O Israel. Rejoice and exult with all your heart, O daughter Jerusalem. The Lord has taken away the judgments against you. He has turned away your enemies. The King of Israel, the Lord, is in your midst. You shall fear disaster no more. On that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, Do not fear, O Zion. Do not let your hands grow weak. The Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior who gives victory. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will renew you in his love. He will exult over you with loud singing, as on a day of festival. I will remove disaster from you, so that you will not bear reproach for it. I will deal with all your oppressors at that time, and I will save the lame and gather the outcast, and I will change their shame into praise and renown in all the earth. At that time I will bring you home, at the time when I gather you, for I will make you renowned and praised among all the peoples of the earth, when I restore your fortunes before your eyes, says the Lord. Here ends the first lesson.
Here begins the 40th verse of the 15th chapter of the Gospel according to Mark. There were women looking on from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James the Younger and of Joseph and Salome. These used to follow Jesus and provided for him when he was in Galilee. And there were many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem. When evening had come, and since it was the day of preparation, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, a respected member of the council, who was also himself waiting expectantly for the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then Pilate wondered if he were already dead, and summoning the centurion, he asked him whether he had been dead for some time. When he learned from the centurion that he was dead, he granted the body to Joseph. Then Joseph bought a linen cloth, and taking down the body, wrapped it in the linen cloth, and laid it in a tomb that had been hewn out of the rock. He then rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Joseph, saw where the body was laid. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so that they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. They had been saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, Do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there is the place they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. Here ends the second lesson.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us.
Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen.
Today we celebrate the feast of Mary Magdalene, perhaps the most misrepresented person to be found in the Gospels. It is likely that she came from the fishing village of Magdala, hence her name, a place where almost nothing remains, just a hump on the shore of Lake Galilee. Mary has been described as a great sinner who received the forgiveness of Christ. But in the Gospel of John, we learn that Mary was healed from something very great that held her bound. We are not certain what it was that kept her this way, but she lived without freedom and her life was diminished as a result. Our reading today from Mark's Gospel focuses on Mary at the cross. She and a number of other women, including Mary, the mother of James and Salome, had accompanied Jesus from Galilee. They had assisted him on his way, loving him to the end, and now they look upon the body of Jesus hanging on the cross. Amidst all the sadness, tragedy and horror, Mary Magdalene and the other women remained powerless. They were simply there, there was nothing they could do. Compare that with our sense of powerlessness, when we worry about a sick friend or relative, about injustice in society or situations that leave us feeling helpless. Like Mary, we are there. We too do not abdicate. We care and go on caring. It's one thing the church is called to do, to be there, with or without our buildings. Not to wash our hands, but to be present whatever else is going on. Mary was there, no more, no less, relating to Jesus in powerlessness. There are many forms of poverty, economic, physical, emotional, mental and spiritual. As long as we relate primarily to another's wealth or health, stability, intelligence or strength, we cannot build relationships with integrity. Part of the response to our Gospel reading today is to come like Mary Magdalene in powerlessness and to relate to others in their weakness. God's response is that he becomes vulnerable to the point of death in order to relate to us. The second half of our Gospel reading has Mary visiting the tomb. She and the other women go to anoint the body of Jesus. They were not going to witness his resurrection. The idea was unthinkable. They were going to complete the sad task of burial. The one who had liberated and healed Mary, the one who had released her from the thing that was binding her for so long, was now himself bound in a tomb. But to her astonishment, the stone was already rolled away. A young man in white explains to them that Jesus has been raised from the dead and would see them again in Galilee, and that she must now take this message to Peter and the other disciples. Mary goes and tells the apostles what she has discovered. Perhaps Mary Magdalene's popularity arises from the fact that she is a saint that we can identify with. In her, we see something of ourselves. She symbolises each one of us who has strayed from God's love and yet is forgiven. She symbolises the good news that whatever we are bound by, however we feel powerless, Nothing is too much for God to redeem and transform. And this same Mary was the one entrusted with sharing the good news with the apostles. She is often given the title Apostle to the Apostles, because on that Easter morning she went back to the other disciples with the message of Jesus. Mary Magdalene, a penitent who received God's forgiveness and healing. The faithful disciple who loved her Lord the woman who abided with Jesus at the cross, 
the messenger who told others about his risen life. May God help us to learn from the life of Mary of Magdala and to follow her good example. Amen. Let us pray. We pray for the church throughout the world and in the Anglican Communion for the church in Uganda, in the Diocese of Northwest Ancoli, and for Bishop Amos. Also for the church in Australia in the Diocese of Bendigo and for Bishop Matt. We give thanks for our partnership with the church in Mozambique, praying today within the Diocese of Nampula for the communities of St John the Evangelist Napine, St Thomas Nampula, St Bartholomew Nampula, Holy Cross Murapula, and the Yona Kamuze Church in the Maritane Refugee Camp, and for Eugenio, Agostino, Daniel, Domingos and Claudina who minister in those places. Within this, our Diocese of London, we pray for Sarah, our Bishop, and for the parish of St Cuthbert Philbeach Gardens with St Matthias Ells Court, for Paul and John, and for the staff and pupils of St Cuthbert with St Matthias Primary School. And as the Church today remembers Mary Magdalene, first witness to the resurrection of Christ, we give thanks for her life and faith, and pray for all who continue to share the good news of the Gospel. We pray for our world, continuing to hold before God peoples and places longing for peace, all whose lives are affected by violence, injustice and oppression, and all those in positions of leadership and authority. We pray too for the sick and the dying, the anxious and the fearful, and all who care for them. And in silence we bring to God our own prayers, praying for ourselves, for those we love, and for the concerns that rest on our own hearts. O God, with whom there is no darkness, but the night shines as brightly as the day, keep and defend us and all your children throughout the coming night. Renew our hearts with your forgiveness and our bodies with peaceful sleep, that we might wake to use more faithfully the gift of life that you have given us. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen.